Creating Better Days is dedicated to producing the purest quality hemp CBD products. Their products are legal in all 50 states, USA made and produced with federally legal CBD derived from the industrial hemp plant. Using CBD was what finally got me off of antidepressants and David and I both take CBD daily for optimal health. Learn more and check out individual batch results of all their products on creatingbetterdays.com. What's up, podcast listeners? You are listening to Mom and Dad Are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users, brought to you by thestonermom.com. That's me. I'm the Stoner Mom, aka Catherine, and I'm joined, as always, by my wonderful and beloved husband, Blavid. I love you. Thank you for saying beloved. Um, immortal beloved bitch. That's such a good movie, too. We are parents. We should to watch four. that one. <clears throat> and legal can if you want to cry we can okay i'll cry i'll cry all up in there i can't i don't know immortal beloved kind of wrecks my heart so, hardcore so good let's watch it tonight it's very painful oh, it's so, so good though why is his life so fucking sad well because he was the conduit for perfection in music and like we got like all these great works out of him that are immortalized forever that makes us feel emotion ye- hundreds of years after his death. Okay. I mean, don't you think that's a nice, that's a pretty easy price to pay to have that? I mean, I don't know. Maybe everybody everybody spending? just wants to have love and like have a person that loves them so much and is there for them and fucking he didn't have that shit at all. And it makes you sad and makes you want to go back in time and be Beethoven's girl so bad. Or it does if you're me. Anyway, we are parents to four <laughs> and legal cannabis users in the great state of Colorado. And in this podcast, we pour a couple drinks, smoke a little weed, and relax and talk about cannabis, our lives, pop culture, Beethoven, excuse me, Blaytoven, and much more. Welcome to Mom and Dad are Stoned. I'm so glad that I have the love that I've always wanted. Okay. Unlike Beethoven. Let's get into libation corner. Let's do it. Let Dun. me hear those drinks. All right, listen. Is my drink okay? Do we need new drinks? I think we need new drinks. God damn it. Pause the show. So we got new drinks. Listen. I'm drinking La Crema. What is it? A Pinot Grigio. Yeah. And I love it. After having like two weeks of sour wine, because we were just like, I don't know, whatever. Get whatever. Get whatever cheap shit. You know? I went to a real liquor store and got you some real wine. See, we have like the normal, like the neighborhood liquor store close to us. You know, yeah. Which has his bourbon sometimes. Sometimes. It's a little surprise sometimes. But for wine, no. No. Not the place to go. <laughs> I mean, if you drink beer, you're you're good. They have a good beer selection. They've got a decent vodka selection. An okay whiskey and bourbon selection. Gotta have that vodka, right? Oh my god, my nails. I got so, shit sometimes I just want to only drink vodka, but I don't know. Anyway, um. Okay, we're in libation corner. I know that's what we're talking about. I so, know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I drifted off. Well, into... I'm I'm messed up. First of all, I'm already a why, little stoned. Tell us why I'm you're messed con- up. Well, because I've been doing all sorts of stuff. Yeah. What do you I'm, think? What do you think of that rosin? I'm currently dabbing, you guys, so, brand new rosin because my husband. Got in, and I guess he'll talk about this, what's going on in Days Grow. Mm-hmm. But he's been pressing a ton of rosin because we got a rosin thing. We got a, we got a rosin press rosin of our press. own. It's at our home. It's little, not fucking humongous. You don't need to be Iron Man, it looks like. No. To carry it around. Well. Is it pretty heavy still? It's fucking heavy for the average human being. But Still? God. Yeah, but you know, it's a, it's that's good because, I mean, like, you want to, to feel that. the hell. You need iron to press fucking weed and make it turn, use alchemy to produce a syrup of weed. So it's he made just this... trichomes, melted fucking <coughs> trichomes. It's beautiful. It tastes amazing. I just did a huge fucking dab of it. It tastes so good. It's lemon poison. <coughs> Do you love it? It messes me up right, oh my God. right off the bat. That's what I like to hear. Also, <laughs> this 
Carb cap I got in my most recent Humper box. Yeah? The pineapple one? <sighs> my last Humper box, yes. Um, it, it works beautifully for my email. That's awesome. Man, that, um... People love the crap out of that uh, Himper piece, the Strain Central one, the pineapple piece. I went on there. It's been it's completely backordered. It's like sold out for sure. Yeah, a lot of shit sold out. It's sad everywhere. That's what kind of sucks. Anyway, constantly, all the time, people. Anyway, everybody wants new stuff all the time. I mean, do you blame them? Uh, what else? So I'm also smoking some weed. I'm smoking uh, super lemon haze, which I have not enjoyed in a long time, and it's it's also getting me high. Um, I'm just smoking that out of a beautiful china glass piece, the china glass, and um, it's very much looks like a a madam of a upscale brothel or something. I would say <laughs> that's how I feel. Also, I got my nails done. Oh my That's God, definitely totally. a libation because they massage you and you just feel like a decadent rich lady, I guess. I haven't had my nails done in a long time, so I'm still freaking out about that. And that's it. That's what we're libating. What are you drinking, baby? Oh, honey, I'm drinking. Um, oh, oh, my God. I had such a successful liquor store adventure because when I went in to get your wine that we got, that we finally decided, why don't we just go pay $2 more, get real wine? Right. Um, I went in there and there's this big liquor store I used to go in all the time. I'd be like, do you have any Willer? Do you have any Willer 12? Do you have any in the back? And they'd be like, oh, we'll let you know. And a couple times over a four year period, there would be a couple times we'd be like, here, yes, we have some. Here you go. But lately it's just been like, nobody has it. I can't find it. And I went in there to get some Pinot Grigio and I looked and I'm like, oh, they got a fully stocked Weller. Um, I saw a box when I walked in of Weller. And I was like, holy shit, they must have just got some kind of crazy shipment in because there's a box. And um, I grabbed my Weller Reserve, which is like $16. It's crazy. But they never have it anymore. And I swung by the manager's office. I was like, do you have any Weller 12? And the manager guy goes, yeah. Oh, my God. I've been waiting for you to come in. I've got two in my office I've been holding. So he gave me one. He goes, here you go, man. And I was like, really? And he goes, yeah, you haven't been by in a long time. I was like, oh, my God, I didn't think you'd have them. So I bought that shit. I got a Weller 12 over there. So I'm not opening it. I'm going to sit I'm gonna sit on it. Like, okay? <laughs> I, pro- I am. Okay? okay? I promise you. And you then, love yeah. that bourbon. I just think it's like, you know, it, it, I love it. Um, and to it, when I start getting to the point where it's like, oh, I'm just going to open it because I can't stand it. I'm going to drink it because... I don't, I don't want to run to the liquor store. That's dumb. It's like you're, now you're missing the point, you know? Yeah. We really like drinking recently. I love it. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> and smoking weed. So much for a cannabis. How do, yeah, it's true. I mean, like. We really have been enjoying drinking. Um, we really have. And I love my cannabis also. And you guys, my tolerance is, ugh, I am stone to the bone. So you have to forgive me. Um, she really was knocked out today, man. Learned yeah, her. I filmed a video earlier and just a stoner session, and I was just stoned and had to take a nap afterwards because I was like, "You're gone." I was like, "Damn, the stoner mom's stoned." Wow, it's the summer. There's kids all day, every day. Mm-hmm. I'm not smoking weed, <laughs> even though I should be. I am taking advantage of other methods. Yeah, yeah, like you are. the cartridges that are super like potent, um, so really easy to medicate with those because um, you're not smoking or whatever. You and, just got to find a good one. And then I also, yeah, I use edibles. I've been using a lot of edibles lately, microdose, uh, low dose edibles, um, and those work really well for me. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I think that's a good, like, nice solution, man. Yep. Plus, oh. you get to eat candy all the time. <laughs> yeah. That tastes like real candy, which is great because... I've been eating a bunch of CBD candy, too. Right? Yeah. Um, that oh creating God. better days stuff. Do you like that? How does that make you feel? Can you feel it? I feel like it's it's not about, like, feeling it when you're on CBD. It's, like, feeling it when you're not. Yeah, you know what I mean? exactly. So, I mean, like, but does it do the trick for you? Because I know, I, I know you've been taking a lot of those. I do like them, and I don't know... But um, I just tell my tell myself it's like a extra dose, you know. Yeah. Um, but the I really really like the lollipop. 
I love that. And you know what? I'm going to get us some more of those because I would also use those. If I, you know what they, okay, the CBD market needs to get to the point where like a lollipop, like it's not like a lollipop is $3. It needs to be like a hundred lollipops are $3. I mean, like that's where they got to get to, right? Because I mean, like, can't you see yourself like, I'm going to, all right, I'm off to work. I'm going to eat my lollipop. Yeah, but I don't know about a hundred. That seems like a lot of lollipops. Well, how about 50? I mean, it's medicine. I guess you're right, but I mean, like, medicine... Look at my fucking nails right now. Oh, my God. I love your nails. I think they're gorgeous. Okay, I'm sorry. Anyway. Anyway, so what's going... Uh-oh. Can you... Is that it for... No, I'm not getting a... I'll okay. do it. Okay, now listen. That's it for Libation Corner. Oh, I gotta let Max in. Hey, it's Shout Out Corner. Shout it out. The easiest way to help the show is to shout subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and to leave a rating and a review. And yes, we did get another five-star new review in mm-hmm. iTunes. The only podcast I listen to, really. You guys are so sweet and loving to each other, and it's so endearing. And it makes me want to make a podcast with my hubby when we smoke, too. Ha ha. Do it. Thank you totally for letting the world know that you're not just a lump on the couch if you smoke. Well, goddamn, I feel a little lumpy right now. And that you are fully capable of being an amazing parent and that it probably helps. The emoji. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. The emoji with the eye and the tongue. Um, thank you so much for that awesome review. And yes, you guys, everybody make a podcast. It's fun. It is Make fun. a podcast with someone you love or like to hang out with. And it's just funny. It's silly and fun. It. And it, you know. I love it. I look forward to this every week, to be honest with you. Because I get to sit down and talk to you for like two hours. Because you hate talking, but I'll make you talk. <laughs> for two hours, you're mine to talk to. Oh, my God. Okay. Now, next, let's shout out the Slayers supporting us on Patreon. Go to patreon.com forward slash madaz, M-A-D-A-S. If you want to... Uh, donate a monthly whatever. I am fucked up right now. Oh my god. Uh, thanks to Chad and Terry, Texas Mama Meg, Beth Ann, and Jody the Alpha Slayer. Alpha Slayer. And yeah, lastly, yeah. our House Van Eaton shout out. We love our members at House Van Eaton. Uh, we have a close-knit community of adult stoners who support the show, our business, cannabis, and ending the stigma. They are just in general awesome. Members have access to exclusive weekly podcasts bi-weekly sesh videos and vlogs and monthly live sessions with me and Blavid. Learn more at thestonermom.com and click on the membership. Today we're shouting out Cindy, Linda, and Aria. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for your support and for love you. being members. We love you guys. Um, and that's it for that. That's, that's it for that's that. That's shout out corner. So shout it out. It's listener letters time, y'all. Listen to the letters. Listen. Email us at mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com. We might just feature your question on the show. We might just. Who knows? Who knows? All right. I'm just reading this one straight out and I'm stoned. Hey guys, just wanted to let y'all know that I do listen to your podcast and try to watch your videos, but I'm much better at listening than watching because I'm super busy mom of three. And work mad crazy hours, ranging from 50 to 80 hours a week. Damn, that's a lot of hours. So I took, <laughs> typically put on my earbuds and listen while at work. I work the night shift. Uh, the minimum is 50 hours? Wow, man. Lady, she, you're working. Honey, she's in the medical world. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so I'll get to the questions. Okay, for Catherine. With summer here, while the school's out... Do you have any fun things planned to do with the kids? And if so, what are those things? And this question is for David. What is your favorite recipe to cook? I preferably love to bake and my husband, my boyfriend is the cook, but we need some new recipes besides tacos, burgers, Chinese, and chicken parmesan. Any suggestions, budget friendly? I guess that sums it up. I love you guys. Uh, Sorry, trying to not do anything public. Thanks so much for being an advocate for cannabis. I suffer from anxiety, panic attacks, and an eating disorder, and cannabis helps so much with all of that. 
just helps me be a better mom and being able to cope with life in general. Thanks, you guys. Love it. Awesome question. Thanks for the questions. Um, For summer, we're not doing anything crazy this year. We are taking my girls to uh, Nevada to see their grandparents, which are my parents. And we do that every year. I mean, wherever they are. I mean, we often drive, but we have sometimes fly. We're flying this year. Um, and they live in Mesquite. And the girls have never been there um, in this new place. They have been to Mesquite several times, actually, because my parents lived there before. But this is a new place. Are you okay over there? You are so quiet. I'm just listening to you talk. Um, You're answering your question. Okay, what else? Um, I do plan on doing a lot of stuff here in town with all of the kids while we can, which is actually... This next four weeks, we have all four of our kids. So during the week, which is the summertime is the only time that happens. Um, so that's fun. So we're doing, I think the one we're going to do next is Waterworld. Yes. And all next week is is cold, not cold, but not summery temperatures. It's like 70s. Okay. So we're not doing anything like that next week. Um but yeah, what else? I wanted to take them to the movies. I read a yes. bad review about The Incredibles too. Well, yeah, I can see that. I mean, they waited way they waited way too long to make the sequel, in my opinion. But whatever. but whatever, it's cool. I mean, like, I don't think it can be that bad, right? I mean, that little baby Jack Jack has some amazing powers, <laughs> <laughs> and I know that Elastigirl is like the lead hero. And that makes Mr. Uh, Incredible feel kind of like not so good. Which the whole review was like, which is a bizarre thing in 2018 that we have a storyline where dad is depressed about mom's career. Mm. I mean, get over it. Come on. Do you know what I mean? That's kind of silly. Let's, that's reality. Yeah. Why can't? How about everybody can work and just how about nobody gets fucking upset about it and just figure out how to be okay with your hurt feelings that are based on stupid misogynistic patriarchal. Teamwork makes the dream. No, first of all, it's TM work. It's TM work. (laughs) I fucking love. Okay, whatever. This is listener letters. (laughs) Hold on. Bong rip time. Um, Man, I feel pretty great. In general, I've just been taking the girls uh, swimming a lot. We have a lot of like cool outdoor uh, water park things here. And we live really close to Waterworld, which is big and huge. So I can't wait actually to take all of the kids because we've had so much fun with uh, taking the kids to this amusement park um, and seeing that our 11-year-olds are like they get on so well and they're like self-sufficient and independent Mm -hmm. and can like separate a little bit. And then our youngest who are six and almost nine get along so well. They love each other. It's true. And they have a lot in common. They really do. They really do. As far as like goofy things that they love. They have always had shared interests and stuff like that. So they have so much fun. They like the same rides. They like, saying the same stuff and playing the same things and it's cute it is pretty darn cute um so yeah nothing crazy for summer that's it before you know it blink it's gonna be over so i need ideas i guess for the next four weeks it's just hard because david's gonna be working he's gone back to work and gotta do it and so i gotta figure out how to you it's know, gonna be fine. Entertain be all for the kids. You will be able to. And plus, like I believe, and, and for them to be okay with n- nothing planned. You know, they're fine with that. I think, like the majority, like I can't take them all swimming by myself. Right, That's, but you like, know, not like, safe. Like when you're at home with your girls during the week, just you and your girls. Like when they've been out of school, there's been days you're just like, you yes, guys are gonna do nothing. Do whatever. Do whatever you want to do, and then let's eat lunch at this time, and let's get back together at this time. Oh yeah, and all the kids can do that now. I mean, like, that's all you got to do is implement Can Sadie the do that? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. So it'll be fine. I so promise. The, those are the non super exciting things that we have. Yeah. Sorry. We have planned for yeah, right. summer. David, how about you and cooking? What is your favorite recipe to cook? She needs some ideas, but not tacos, burgers, 
Chinese, I assume is like stir fry, and chicken parmesan, which we never make because nope. I don't think my kids None of those things you said? Yeah, because that's what they already eat. Oh, well. What do we make? We make... You know what? Those chicken oh, taquitos. No. Those are... No? I, I mean, I guess. But can I just say, yeah. the kids have... The girls have told me separately how much they love the beef and broccoli that I've been making. Oh, my God. I love the beef and broccoli. And I just get, like, this packet, and then I just use a ton of... You're right. Both. And it I know was, that probably counts good. as Chinese, but it's different because it's not chicken, it's beef. And I add like shredded carrots and you can add like nuts and stuff, but my kids hate that. Their dad does that on, on the weekends <laughs> and they fucking hate it. They're like, Well, I love beef. I, I have to admit, I love the beef and broccoli too. And I like the sauce that you make for it. It's like my favorite. Uh, what else? There's also, I don't, I see. Okay. Anyway, what else do we cook? You cook. I make uh pesto like sausage pesto pasta yep. that life food that we love That's a lot about a couple days because like in the middle of the night when you're starving to death like a really thick pasta or you can get like fancy pasta you can get like uh rainbow pasta and then um with tomatoes and zucchini or squash yellow squash and I put sausage up in there so and sometimes bacon. Ugh, stop talking about it's it right so now. It's so good. You're I making want me it. hungry right now. All right. Now, David cooks so much for us and he cooks more grown up things. Not really. Take it away. He makes all the meats. I do. Does your boyfriend do? Did you say he does I the do, cook? I do pork chops. I do. Oh, he, he does. Yes. So you just take pork chops and you salt and pepper them and then you just. Oh, oh he, you make a flower. He makes a flower with all sorts of Yeah, you got to pretend there. like you're Colonel Sanders and it's like the seven secret ingredients. So right. onion powder. You put onion powder, garlic powder, salt, pepper, paprika. Um, Whatever. Is that it? That's pretty much it. And then you, mi I mix that up with a fork with flour. We do thin boneless pork chops yep. with just a tiny bit of fat on the edges. And you do not drench them in egg or anything like that. You put them... From the rawness into the flour, flop them around and throw them in the skillet with vegetable. I use vegetable oil with a pat of butter, and then you just fry them up. They're Perfect. delicious. The kids you don't like need it. That. Oh my god, they love the fuck out of it. Oh, also, he made ribs recently for the kids. Oh my god, the ribs. We've really figured that out. It's like it's really dumbed it down. And man, you just take ribs and the. Ugh, I'm stoned. Sorry. The most. The hard, the hardest part is taking that fucking lining off the inside of the bone part of the ribs. You gotta like, you know, they say just remove this lining. It's like, man, I sure wish the butcher would have done this. But anyway, whatever. You gotta like <laughs> get some knife under there and get it going and pull this membrane off. You gotta get that off, or else your ribs are just gonna be gross. And then what you do is, um, you just put them in a fucking baking dish, <clears throat> and you put um, salt and pepper on them. And a little bit of oil, I think. I don't even remember. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll, no, no. I didn't do any oil when you did No, it was to. just salt and pepper. I have your recipe on the side of my fridge. And then you, yeah. You wrap foil on top of it and you put it in the oven for, on 275 for three hours. And then you pull them out, coat them with barbecue sauce, pop them back in, put them on broil for five minutes. Bam. Done. Really good. And they're so good and kids will eat them. They do because it just falls off the bone and it's really easy for them. And then the bone that they get is like one of those clean bones. Yeah. Um, so yeah, ribs are kind of weirdly kid friendly. We do eat a lot of meat. Um, we also have been having a ton of salads. Yep. It's okay and safe you guys to eat romaine lettuce again. So do it. <laughs> so unless this is, you're listening to this in the future and it's not or something. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Um I guess that's it. That's yes, but summer summer is different. You like change up your your menu a little bit, and Lizzie, I try to grill. I try to grill everything. The girls wanted stew the other day, and I was like, "That's for winter. I can't make stew." We're in not the making summer. stew. I'm sorry. Uh, you got to get with the program. I don't know. Maybe I should make stew. It sounds delicious. I love stew. Oh, like on a I rainy summer too. afternoon. Why not? Or whatever. I mean, like, how do we just eat what we want to eat? I want about, a hot dog right you, now. I know you and I are very much like. It's cold. Let's eat hearty food, you know. And like, remember, there was that one time we would only go to the Korean barbecue restaurant in the winter because it's like you're just gonna sit there and eat meat. We haven't been to a Korean barbecue place in like forever. We should go. There's the place up the street, and it's very good. 
We should go. Can we go tonight? Not eat, not grill it, barbecue meat? No, you got meat and everything. Anyway, thank you so much for your awesome listener letter. We appreciate you and love you so much. Um, Don't forget you guys to send us your emails, questions at momanddadarestoned at gmail.com. Bye. Bye. Media time. Hey, it's media time. Are you guys getting high while you listen to this? Yeah, I hope so because we're super high. And I'm like, please don't listen to this sober. (laughs) Is this enjoyable? I guess it is. Yeah, it is. People love it. They they do love it. Listen, look. People just want to hear people be real. Okay, they don't want to hear like. Man, we have to watch those commercials for all the car commercials, and I don't like watching those. What does that have to do with anything? Because this is not, I believe, like, people want to hear interesting stories about people that they, like, like, you know, or would want to hang out with if they could. But we live in the future, and we, none of us have time, so whatever. Okay. Well, media time. Media time. Uh, tell Let's me, talk about it. Tell me about the music that you've been listening oh to God. at work. Okay. So, Okay. <laughs> So at work, I sit in a room with two other guys, and they're both younger than me. Um, and they have Sonos, you know, and they have the channel. And for weeks, I've been going, can I have the login for Sonos? Because I don't want to listen to this music anymore. And they were like, you have to talk to Noah. And I was like, I will. And I would just forget. <laughs> and finally, I got a hold of it, and I changed it. I put it on whatever I want. But uh, these guys are listening to the most fucked up music. Like, I'll come in and, like... Someone will be on the phone and in the background you'll hear like some whiny like going I don't I don't and then in the background his duet partner is like and I'm like what this is a place of business can we turn down this fucking screaming yelling emo weird thing you know and then in between, and I have to listen to like, you know, 90s hits, which is, I was like, there's always oh, um, something there to remind oh, me. Those kind of 90s yeah, hits. That or, um, now we're sharing the same dream and our hearts. Why? Are you I guys listening to that? I'm not. But finally, I got a hold of the channel. But then I realized it's like, this is hard because, I mean, like, and you got to pick something that's like, everybody wants to hear that's not annoying but at the same time you don't want to hear something that's like so like screaming and yelling in your ear no no (laughs) so anyway the weezer channel is one of my favorites because they'll play weezer songs and they'll play things that's kind of sound like weezer okay it's not bad so anyway, that's what's going on with my work music all right um (laughs) what kind of 90s music do you like do we like nineties music? We, I grew up in the nineties. I know you. I'm did. a ni- I'm a kid, a nineties kid. Is Highway to the Danger Zone a nineties song? I I don't know. Um, but there was also like grunge. There was like Pearl Jam and Nirvana and all that stuff in the nineties, right? Yeah. Um, was there? Um, it's been one week talking about for me. Is that one? Of, is that a nice song? Man, I guess I re- China, the honestly. <laughs> I also kind of grew up in the two thousands. Do you know what I mean? I was but, a young person. Did you listen to Dave Matthews Band and stuff like that? Yeah. So I listened to uh, a ton of Smashing Pumpkins. Smashing Pumpkins were my jam. Um, I like Smashing Pumpkins too. Hardcore. So. I had like every like B-side and like collector kit album yeah. thing, like all of it until I finally was like, I don't even like any of this shit anymore. Right. Every new thing I'm like, ugh, it's dumb. You sound terrible. This is poorly recorded. <laughs> Not just anyway. So um I was very into them and then like all sorts of like, I like, I like Tori Amos and I listened to a lot of Tool and like, uh, Nine Inch Nails. And then I got obviously really into, I've always been a big Radiohead fan. And, um, 
And then I like pop too. I like all sorts of 90s like pop singers, girl singers, specifically yeah. Mariah Carey. Um, <laughs> okay, bitch. So I love Mariah Carey. I love Mariah Carey. I love Britney Spears. I'm like, Britney Spears is like a year older than me or something. Or I'm a year older than her. I don't know. Somebody's, a, I think she's a year older than Somebody's me. Somebody's a year older than somebody. Anyway, else. so. I grew up with Britney Spears being like a teenage, same age, you know, superstar. Of course I love Britney Spears. Followed her forever. And you guys, she has found love with some spicy ass, sexy, super ripped guy. And they love each other hardcore. They do, and right? And they work out together. Like, and Britney loves and to kiss work out. in between sets. Like, a lot. And she looks good, and she's what? fine, thank you. So you can just she's always um she's always been in great shape. Yeah, always. I mean, like she's a hard working lady. That's a mom of two right there. What is that thing? That was that lyric in her song she said today about earning or something. With a kid on my shoulder, I'm still an exceptional earner, which is she says it in her little baby voice, so it rhymes. <laughs> yeah. Anna, <laughs> remember you were singing "Baby, Baby, Baby" at me all day. Yeah, it was like, oh, I made this, him listen to a little Britney Spears. This today. Britney Spears, like, you gotta write some lyrics or what do you put? You always put "Baby, Baby, Baby." Baby, 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 baby. Anyway, um, okay. Do you, we haven't really been doing anything very exciting other than we did watch Jaws, but I loved it. That's one of our favorite movies, and we watch it a lot. It's really good. Go watch it. And then we are obsessed with. The expanse. the expanse. So yeah. Do you want to talk at length about the expanse, well, or should we just even skip it? No, I don't want to skip it. The one thing I want to say is, first of all, I only I thought there was only five books in the expanse. There's nine. There's yeah, duh. I didn't know that. So um, <laughs> I, I mean, like when I heard that Amazon picked them, I'm like, oh man, yeah. Because anyway, I don't want to get into the books because I don't know everything, but I know that like this current storyline at some point ends, but then there's more shit in the future, even more future. Yes. So, um, but anyway, um, yeah. Oh my gosh. Like the way that this series, like ever, I think for the past four weeks I've said that was my favorite. Oh my God. That's my hands down favorite episode of the expanse I've ever seen. And then I say that every week now because this last episode. Yes. Was amazing. Do you agree? Some people didn't like it. I loved it. I I'd watched it again. Like tonight. never fucking disappoints me, and yeah. it just has. <sighs> Sorry, it's just so good. It just ended with like you know one of the trivious parts of the book, um, and we're just talking about like yeah James Holden, who is like a Jon Snow type of figure like he looks kind of like Kit Harrington. Mm -hmm. Stephen Strait is the actor. So he's got those wounded eyes and that pale skin and dark uh, hair and all that. Yeah, only he's in the future and he's in space. And every, oh my god, every character you're just like so... I don't know. Do you what do you think about Anna? Do you like that character? Um, You know, I like the book character and then um, but the show character... She's okay. I mean, she doesn't like, she's not one of my favorite characters by a long shot. But I do like how in this episode they showed her um, get back to her preacher roots, which I thought was kind of cool. Because she's like, she believes in God. She believes in believing in God in your own way, you know. But she let that one dude down and he blew his brains out, man. And she felt bad. Remember that shit? Yeah, whatever. I don't really care about any of that. Yeah, I don't either. I don't really like... So, I mean, to answer your question, no, I don't really care. But, I mean, like... <laughs> I mean, like, she's not one of my favorite characters on, on the show at all. Drummer's, like, one of my favorite characters. Oh, my God. Yeah, so The Expanse is set in the not-too-far future. And we've colonized Mars, and Mars is, like, their own thing. Um, and they're terraforming Mars, and they have, like, a marine... Uh, you know, they have the Martian Marines well, over on Mars, yeah. which are like these yep. badass uh, elite fighting force Fuck of yes. space Marines. And um, our favorite, one of our favorite characters is one of those Marines, and she's a female Polynesian woman. What's her name? Frankie Adams? Yeah, yeah. Um, and she's big, 
and strong and gorgeous. And she's got a crazy accent from where? Is she from New Zealand? Yeah. And um, I love it. And, and in real life, she's a mixed martial artist. Yes. It's perfection. And she gets to wear this crazy robot suit. Yeah. Um, and that's their armor and stuff. Anyway, it's just, oh, we love it so much. There's so many different storylines. It's very, uh, like, kind of epic in scope. you got a lot of different characters that you're following. Um, and it's, Earth is, like, super overstressed. There's a huge population of people that just don't work. And we're all, like, uh, unified under one central government. And it's the UN, yeah, right? It's the United Nations. And, um... But aren't we still the most powerful? Oh, the I, Earthers. Oh yeah. You yeah. mean like out of the planets? Yeah. Yeah. We're and, the we're because we're the Earth. We're, we life came from Earth. Come and, on. And then there's the belt and all the people that live in the belt. What's yeah. the belt? The belt are those are space people born in space, and they don't even live on planets. They live on rocks that have been spun up, which they just like. They live on moons. Yeah. And. Well, they live space in space. They live on nose. And... There's no stable gravity ever. So they're, they're thin and, and stretched out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have, they're, they're the lowest, uh, like, you know, class in the yeah. planetary like, system. They're, like they're also considered, labor, basically. yeah, they're like labor and they're like, like super important for like all of that stuff, like the economy running or whatever. Yeah. But, uh, what do they have? They have the OPA. Yeah, the Outer, the Outer Planetary Planets Alliance. Alliance mm-hmm. Which Earth and Mars are like, well, those are like basically terrorists yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um, so it's really, oh, it's just so good. And it's based on, like we said, this very epic like uh, book series written by two dudes. And the show just has been incredible, like taking these very spacey concepts. It's basically these three factions of humanity all confronting alien existence and the alien existence is fucking badass it really it's, is uh like a thousand times bigger and better than humans you know what i mean yes and we're into the third season and uh, our our space john snow is like realizing seeing the scope of the aliens and and what the fuck they're doing there. They've built this huge ring in space and it's like this portal to fucking other dimensions and shit. It's crazy time. It's crazy time. And they had to, the alien race had to destroy two other civilizations on the other side of those rings, man. Um, so yeah, that's season three. In previous seasons, the alien, we see it in like more like close up interactions. And it's just this, they call it the proto-molecule and it takes everything and all like organic stuff and non-organic stuff and like uses it to do what? Exist? Well, it's like a, yeah, I guess. I mean, like it adapts. So it takes apart everything. But it's a program thing. It puts it back thing. together. It's programmed. Yes. So it's but, like a robot, organic but robot. But it takes biological form all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It Yeah. It uh, can adapt to living organisms and it pulls their shit apart and figures them out. And then like, it's like a robot. It's an organic robot. I'm fucked up. But. Sorry. <laughs> that's not what it is. I mean, like, that's only a part of it. Right. That's just like, it's part of it is like, I'm figuring out what this is so I can do my ultimate goal. It's too much to explain. It's the best show ever made. Go watch it. We love it. It's, you won't regret it. I mean, like, you just gotta watch it on Amazon Prime. So okay? now, I don't, can you yet? Yeah, the first two seasons are on there. Oh, it's such a great show. Oh, my God. Oh, and Miller, oh, Space Detective. He's the best. Goodbye. That's media time. Cannabis corner. Speaking of cannabis, do you want some? Yeah, why not? I love it. Do you want cannabis? Do you want to hit this bowl? Yeah, I want to hit the close bowl. to being done. I think. I love those nails, ears. By the way, I know you do. It's like a whole new lady, right? No, nope. it's like you got a girlfriend. <laughs>
These are girlfriend nails. No, that's not what it is. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't experienced my children yet because I dropped them off with their dad on Friday. And then I went and got my nails done for two hours, you guys. So when I was dropping them off, though, when I was driving them over, I was like, are you girl? I'm going to get weird long nails. Are you still going to love me and recognize me? <laughs> They're like, yes, mom. Mom, you're just crazy. We don't identify you by your nails, mom, Jeez. is what Victoria said. So there's that. Did you say that? Yeah, she said something Good, like heard, that. I hope you heard that. And I was like, okay, <laughs> well, I'm just doing it. We'll see. It's just an experiment. Anyway, <laughs> I'm so weird about these nails. Let's talk about, we're in Cannabis Corner. Yeah. Um, and we're enjoying our cannabis. I'm going to do a dab pretty soon. But we're going to talk about how we store. Let's talk about that. Weed. Because. It's on total lockdown. I have kids. Lockdown. Like I said, we've got four kids. Um, and they're all of age to do anything, get into anything, do whatever, sneak around, wake up, look for weed, I guess. Whatever. I mean, but they wouldn't is the thing. Never. And that's always my, I mean, this is usually my ending thing, but the first step to storing cannabis responsibly maybe, uh, would be, you know, that you're teaching your kids basic rules and boundaries of the household yeah. and you don't go through medicines, the medicines and and liquor and weed supply, that shit is adult stuff. And um you're just kids. Yeah. You don't you don't get to handle Sorry. any of that stuff. Yeah. We dispense the medicine to you and none of this shit is for you and it's illegal for you to have it. So that's for grown ups and you're gonna see it in Colorado where you live and it's just the same as liquor. It's just something that you kind of you know, we're all yeah, learning it's like, to bam, live Bam, here's some rules. Why don't you follow them? And exactly. You don't also okay. like, you know, our kids don't go into our room and like no. snoop through our stuff. And they don't do that with their, you know, each other's rooms, you know, too much. <laughs> There's always something they want when they're snooping in another kid's room. Um, so anyway, just teaching those basic things. That's absolutely a first step. It's just safety 101. It's the same thing as teaching your kid that you don't fucking eat Tide Pods and you don't right. drink bleach no. from in the bathroom or no. laundry room or whatever. Or anywhere. It's just basic common sense. Right. It's not rocket science. Um, so that's the first step. But I like to have this exercise for how I personally store my weed, specifically because I'm paranoid weed smoking stoner mom who's public about her use. And that is... If Child Protective Services were to show up at my door right now, what does it look like? And so right now, there's no kids here. I don't give a fuck what it looks like, right? But when the kids are home, I'm very conscious and sort of aware of that. I try to be at least. Um, we're all human, so, you know, nobody's perfect 100% of the time. But just, and it's something you're constantly thinking, learning to think about and worry about and it's also something that's evolving and changing and dynamic because your kids are always aging um so their interest and stuff is going to change like i said at this point in our lives our kids are really like obedient and young still they haven't reached any like even prepubescent like behavioral stuff so um you know we can kind of live our life accordingly but with that being said i do think about um keeping stuff on lockdown all the time. So my all 100% of our like uh, consumables, so any flour, any concentrates, any edibles, um, anything like that is always locked in something. Um, and I have favorite locking storage things that I fucking love the shit out of. Um, I One is this, oh my God. Do I sound okay? Yeah, of course you do. Do you want to say anything or should I just keep talking? No, you're doing great. Keep going. Um, so my favorite, one of my favorite things are the Stash Logics cases. I get yes. the biggest ones and I have two of them. One is just filled completely with CBD. Obviously, I get so many products sent in to me. That's the other thing is the reason I take it so seriously. Storing stuff is because of like it's my business. Do you know what I mean? So I just want it to look really obvious. Um, I think it's cool. I think those ba those lockable bags are awesome. Yeah, and they're so they're now they're all like hard cases. I guess you said he still sells the soft cases. I think so. 
But the hard cases are great, especially for CBD tinctures and stuff, because they're all like in glass jars. Yeah. I just think it's cool, man. I mean, like, they look cool, too. And they have combination locks on there. <laughs> so they have built-in combination locks, um, custom combination locks, and... Um, I keep all of my edibles in another one of them. And then in one of the original soft case ones, um, that's also the biggest size, I keep all of my CBD edibles in that one. So those are all locked and put away. Um, then there's like the medium-sized Sash Logics bags or cases. And I have a few of those, but I use two of them primarily. I use one for all of my concentrates. So David is making me a lot of rosin and stuff now. Um, and I keep all of that in a medium-sized stash objects bag. And then the other I use for my, I call my daily stash. And so that's going to be my grinder, um, whatever current flower. If I have a flower in like a smaller supply jar or something, I keep it in that. Lighters, just whatever I need for like daily, like if I need to smoke weed right now, where is that stuff? Um, so I keep that in a medium-sized one. And then, obviously, okay, oh, sorry. Uh, obviously, we grow. We have a lot of weed, like, for personal use. Um, so I use these things called, from the company Sneak Guard, mm -hmm. and they are bad ass. They're so I cool. I love them. I think those are probably my favorite sorts thing that you have. I, I agree. And they're primarily for flour, but they're like these safes that you could like put any sort of medication in and then it locks up. It has like this huge, massive screw top lock thing. Um, and then there's a built-in combination lock and you set the combination and then it has this thing that you press this button and it gets all of the air out as you press it. Then there's even like this indicator that shows you if you've gotten all the air out or whatever. Yeah. So really it's perfect for flour. And um, I just give those to David when they're empty, which they never are. And he loads a big, massive amount of flour in there. They're big enough for big buds. I love them so much. They're, I feel like they were like made for me. They're amazing. I love them. They really are cool. Um, I, anyway, the, um, I do, I'm now, I do have another product that I have used for a long time. It's only one jar that I have from them that they sent me years ago in the beginning of Stoner Mom. And that's from Cool Jars. Uh -huh. And I love them because they are like handheld size. They're smaller, They're just regular jars, but they all have like a key lock. So you can't get the, you can't open or get the weed out or even see what's inside without a key. And I use that for like a whole like ounce and a half of weed. Um, that thing is pretty cool. I love it. And then... And lastly, I have also been keeping my cartridges and stuff in a separate thing. So Hakuna sent me this beautiful box. It's like one of those old timey type like sneak hideaway book boxes, right? So it looks like a book and it's a uh, Van Gogh book and we have Van Gogh books already. So I set it on my bookshelf with the Van Gogh book. So it just looks like another book. But inside of it, I keep all of my cartridges. And I also keep like the cartridge pens or batteries or whatever in that. So I've been enjoying that. And that's locked up too. So I keep that key with the cool jars key. That's just, those are the only like actual key things I use everything else as a combination lock. Um, also, when you grow, we have obviously a, an actual grow room that locks. So we keep uh, excess weed in there just locked away. And David has that key. Kids don't have access to that room. Um, so anyway, that's how I store stuff. Just basic tips. Um, empty out bowls and throw out blunts and all of that stuff after you're done. Um, just basically like putting stuff away, really concentrating on like locking away and saving your lockable space for the actual consumables. Um, you can store bongs and things in like closets and shelves or whatever. I keep one bong upstairs behind my bed. Um, and the rest of them are just kind of in a cabinet that kids aren't really allowed to touch or whatever. Um, 
like I said, teaching kids where they're allowed to be and what they're allowed to handle. And that's it. That's how we store cannabis that's responsibly. It. You gotta do it. So don't forget, do it. Oh my gosh. Um, oh, my biggest tip is really to just have that one like daily stash thing. Yeah. All you need is that one bag, first of all, like as your first investment in storing. And that's where you keep your grinder and like your working stash, daily stash of weed. Cause that's the stash that's like most likely to be left out or that you're putting away really quick or that you want uh, quick access to. Um, so work on protecting that first, having that one go-to spot. Also, like, put stuff away in the same place all the time. Um, and then also really be ma- care- parents, be really mindful of all of the vaping stuff now, like the vape pens and things like that. They're really small and they're so handy and portable for us and easy for us to use in a house with kids in it. But it's also easy to set down and forget where you put it. Um you know what else like the there are some um devices that we have like the da vinci and i think the packs that has like a child lock on it through the app really yes because this is a real thing now you guys with kids and inhalants that's pretty cool so uh yeah, they're they are kind of exposed, I guess, to vaping in some weird tobacco sense. Yeah. Uh at school and stuff mm-hmm. as they get older. So like I'm starting to become like hyper aware of that now. Um and I don't typically use like in front of the kids or whatever, like ever. <laughs> but like for me it's about just like not even having the devices so much out and, you know, visible. As they, as we go along, as they get older, agreed. You know I mean, what I mean. Think about like people smoking cigarettes, though. Like, I mean, like. Yeah, but you wouldn't. I don't think people leave their. Do people leave their cigarettes out? I think it, you leave them in your uh, purse or uh, whatever. So. You're probably right. Yeah. I don't know. I guess that's true, but. It's just like it's been around for a long time. Is all I'm saying. It's like. I know. I just think of like wild children and being like, maybe I should. Just steal one of my mom's extensive vaporizer collection pieces because she won't even fucking notice. Then I can sell it on Snapchat for $500. Oh my God. Let's hope that that's not never becomes the case. Anyway. Wow. That's some kind of conniving little kid you just described there. <laughs> I did. I'm gonna, that's my department. I'll watch the, I'll watch out for that. So don't you worry. We're, I got I got that covered. Baby. We're nowhere in Snapchat territory. That is not a thing that's allowed in our house. Yeah, and well, I'll find out. I'll let you do it for a while, yet. and then I'll be like, so what's this? Oh, I noticed that you're on Snapchat. Hell no. The answer is no. N-O. No. You're Fuck done. no. You're done. I'm the a, answer and I'm gonna is smash your phone on the ground. no. That's a tool for fucking Predator Central. Hell the fuck no. No. Anyway, that's it for Cannabis Corner. Corner. (laughs) What's going on in Blaze Blow? (laughs) Hi, Blavid. What's going on in your blow? In your grow, I'm sorry. What's going on in Dave's grow? Well, let me tell you. I chopped down one plant today out of one of my tents and... It took me forever, and um, I got I love it. it's Blue Dream. I've got Do like it. a few cannabis plants, but mostly hemp in this tent. And the plan was to trim weed this today, but the answer is no. The answer is no, and it could go another week. No worries. But I realized today when I was chopping down this one plant, okay, mm-hmm. which this grow hasn't been the best grow because it's been like I one of my tent doors like quit working, and it was just like great. How am I going to block out light? I mean, like, I'm hanging Whatever. Out. Your grow is gorgeous. Shut up. It's No, it's fucked up because it's like uh, there's dead leaves in there because hemp is very... It's, it had a lot of issues, but it it's okay. We made it, and it's fine, and it's it just... it It's great. We made it. Mm-hmm. So, um, but we got to do it. It's going to take a long time. I realized when I was cutting down one fucking plant today, I was like, man, we're really... It's going to take a long time. There's like, I don't know... 
eight or nine ounces of weed off one plant that I pulled down today. I'd say 12 ounces, maybe. We were going to do it this Sunday, but then we realized it's Father's Day, so David has his kids. i got to be a father and let people bask in the glory of my fatherness. Right? So, <laughs> fortunately, we're, we can just do it next Sunday. And I put yeah, it on the calendar. No so, anyway, we got that going on. And then the other ten, I got my... Uh, Oh my gosh, I've got this, uh, Ooh. I've been looking for these perfect clones, and uh, i got two strains in there, <coughs> and man, these mm. these are these California strains, and they have like crystals and frost everywhere, like I've never seen anything like this before, and we're not even done, we're not even close to being done, it's like I've got buds going, oh my god, like they're puffing out. And then there's crystals, like you stick your face in there and like bling, 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 and lights like bouncing in your eyes. Love it. So it's, I was like, wow, you know, um, this is pretty cool. So anyway, I just been feeding them and treating them like special, beautiful princess plants. Yes. I pull them out, I clean them up, put them back in and make sure they're watered. You, and that's it, really. You also got a fucking... Oh, my God. We got the fucking rosin press from Rosin Tech. Tech Yay! Tech. And, oh, my God, this thing is amazing. And I'm going to, you know what, I'm going to... That's what I'm dabbing on right the fuck I'm going to have to make a video or something about this because this thing is like, first of all, it's like an in-home, affordable rosin press. And I have ha- had access to one of those gigantic, like... $5,000 rosin presses or 10000 whatever, this thing produces just as much, if not more rosin for like a completely like crazy low price. And I got it up in and my underwear. Friendly, not too big. Oh my God. It's like you can transport it. Oh, you can carry it. It weighs a lot, but that's good because it's solid. Do you and keep it in the garage? I keep it in the weed room locked away. Oh, gosh. Um, and I... Uh, Man, I mean, like, I press so much rosin, and I was just like, this thing works. I'm very incredibly impressed with this machine. I love the rosin that I've been dabbing. I made, like, four grams of rosin this morning well, in my sleeping. underwear. Oh, my God, in the <laughs> I kitchen. Like, I got to go down there and press some rosin. And it's totally friendly for the house and stuff like that. It's not, like, an unsafe method yeah. or anything like that. Oh, yeah. It's, like, that's why these things exist. So anyway, uh, I got that. That's amazing. I love it. Uh, I'm very, I'm hooked. I love it. I just really hope you like it because really like you're the. Honey, this stuff is the bomb.com. It tastes so good. This is that lemon poison. Yes, it's freaking delicious. And it's like the best consistency. It's weird. It is, right? It's It's amazing. It's like honey or something. It's really liquidy and like. It's gorgeous. I love it. It's very sticky. Um, and it's beautiful, and it's a nice, pretty kind of medium like, color, yeah. car- caramel color. It's pretty beautiful. It's lovely. And it just tastes amazing. Um, so good job, Blavid. On... I'm so happy that that worked because it's something I've been striving for forever. It's like, if how can we get everything we need so we're completely a self-contained unit? We don't ever need to go outside the house and buy ever buy anything from anyone else. Do you know what I mean? I feel like we've, we are there. We've exceeded it, dude. We've done it all. So I'm very happy. This rosin press is fucking amazing. Oof. I love it. I might press more rosin tonight in my underwear. We'll see. Oh, it tastes so good, baby. And that's what's going on in Dave's Grow. Oh. Whew. That's what's going on in Dave's Grow. Thanks, Dave. This is the end. All right. I messed up. I'm stoned. Are you stoned? Uh, no, I feel pretty good. Wow. I know. David smoked weed and he's okay. Do you, want, okay. Some, do you want some more now? No. It's been no, a long time. I know. Maybe. And maybe in just a little bit I will. We're going to eat something because I'm starving. I know. I'm going to fire up the grill. Um, That's it for this episode. Thanks for listening, you guys. Thanks for the support. We love you so much. We do. Best audience ever. Uh, and, and that's it. Mom and Dad are Stoned is made by us, David and Catherine. Learn more about us at thestonermom.com. Check out our membership site at housevaneaton.com. Follow us on Twitter at mom, the letter N, dad, the letter R, stoned. 
Follow David on Instagram and I guess Twitter at uh, CO Weed Grower. That's Colorado Weed Grower. Yeah, I'm on Twitter there. And follow Catherine on Instagram and Twitter at The Stoner Mom. Support the show by leaving us a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Please don't forget to subscribe to Mom and Dad are Stone so you never miss an episode. We love you guys. We'll be back again soon with another episode. Until then, please remember to be safe and responsible with your cannabis use. Always be kind and smoke weed every fucking day. Bye. Bye.